0: Welcome to Yacking Off, where four guys get together to talk about current events, sports, movies. And every once in a while, we reminisce about the glory days. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
1: I think instead of trying to find the music for Angel 94, you should just do it like with your own voice. And just to... <laughs> uh, ooh, we're on three platforms,
0: boys. We just got onto something else. What is it? Let me see here. We're on Anchor, Pocket Cast. I've never even fucking heard of that. And Spotify so apparently another, another another website or something picked this up that's freaking just hilarious. buckle up on this spaceship boy. This is taking up. when we well, get was, the
1: boss on to do uh we'll get him on the podcast the we'll get him we to should do acoustic version of glory days and then we'll, we'll use that as the,
0: just
2: uh, just to lead us in yeah. That just kick him
0: off okay thanks thanks Bruce.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> so to start off our show do you guys want to get right into this week's super bowl bets what do you guys think Yeah, we could do that. I uh, I don't know how I did some work on this, guys. So I'm clearly the committed one. Yeah, me too. Actually, I was trying to pick my bets. I told you, Brian, I got seven. I got seven bets I found on that uh, that website you were telling me to go 365. And then I couldn't find the other ones you were mentioning, so I stopped and figured, okay, what else? What else is there out there?
1: Yeah, because I need your bets because you gave me what is it 50? you Turned into 360. Now you're down to 310. There's always some transaction fees. You're probably more like you got (laughs) 300. Yeah, there's Uh, a. You're taking <laughs> this te- yeah, 20 bucks
0: off at least. Yeah, so I,
1: I, at the end of the day, I'm going to need you to text these to me tonight so I can get them in. Um, and there's been some updates, obviously it goes back and forth on the line stuff. It's back to three. So it was at three and a half and now it's back because that guy put a $3.5 million bet on the bucks. Um, nice.
0: Yeah. I should put 50 bucks on the Chiefs then again.
1: Ah. It's kind of a crazy thing. I don't know if you guys heard the story. The guy owns a furniture dealership and it's one of those stupid promotions where if you bought a bed or a TV or whatever and the bucks cover, then you get it for free um so then he turns around and hedges his entire bet so either way if he sells a ton of furniture and they lose then he loses all that money but he wins the bet like it's kind of like you think that these things are like you think these things are straight up but of course it's all crap the guy puts three and a half million dollars on the other side of it
0: right? he's just hedging
3: Smart. yeah Smart
1: guy. Yeah.
0: so well
1: it's, well
3: it's amazing he can hedge the right like there's a casinos that, that are willing to take that much action like think about trying to hedge that like you're a furniture guy trying to hedge that in like an actual financial market would be impossible.
1: Yeah. Well, they said that he hired a guy from Vegas to do it. So the Uh, guy was, that's why. why, And he was grinding for the best deal and, and stuff like that. So if you offer that much money, you get a better rate and all this crap. So this guy hired someone to do it. I did see that the flames are now winning.
2: Yeah. On eight eight shots and Lucic scored the freaking second goal. It's unbelievable.
1: Have you guys watched just a total side time? Have you watched the invisible man? It's supposed to be a really good movie. It's with that girl from Mad Men. Oh, is it the it's one with
3: where Moss? I've not I haven't watched it? I know it, what you're talking about.
0: Is it like a kind of like a thriller, but the guy he's evil and he's like, uh, I haven't, grassinger? I want to
1: watch it, I haven't seen it, but don't yeah. tell me anything about it. But I fully expect the invisible man to be Koskinen. Like, I think that he's, <laughs> he, I think he, oh like, God, I
3: was wondering where you're going with this. <laughs> have you ever seen go,
1: a bigger guy in your life cover less net? He is oh. awful. <laughs>
2: Don't even get me started on it. He doesn't watch the puck. That's the that's his, I, I I've said that for years, Brian. I he just plays the angles. That's why it it like, goes through him all the time. He doesn't have his eye on the puck. He's terrible.
1: Okay, so Rizzuto, I'll get a couple here. So there's a couple things here a couple bets. I don't if you guys ever check the bets, it feels like there's ones that just stick out like crazy. And a good example is a buddy text me. He's like, he's a Leafs fan and he's like, what's a good prop bet tonight? Cause he wants to bet on the game. So I checked the other bets and I'm looking through it and uh, it's McDavid over three and a half shots at plus plus one forty. So you bet a hundred bucks and you get, you get a hundred, you get 140 back. So McDavid had three shots after the first period and these things kind of stick out and it's like, doesn't that seem like a really easy bet? And when, when this podcast goes fucking global, <laughs> I'm I'm going to take all the money and I'm going to become so rich off these stupid little bets like this. Like how could that be three shots in the first period of the game four shots to, the line's three and a half shots in the total game now i'm sure you can look back in the history and see that he averages three shots three and a half yeah. but the, saturday night they're playing calgary they've had four or five days off now they haven't played it's like this it seems like mcdavid's gonna get four shots in this game and sure enough he had three in the first and not only that it's one thing that for the line to be three and a half but to get plus 140 on over i was just like this is the easiest bet in the world so i sent it to my buddy and of course i don't bet on it so now he's like, what else do you got for me? I'm like, screw you.
3: <laughs> well, it, but that night the Dreisaitl had six assists, he had no shots. And like some nights, he'll have five shots from the bottom of the circle. Yeah, right? he just like,
1: taking one It's like no one's yeah, business. It's true. So,
3: that's true. That's so, better,
1: so, Rizzuto, do you want to go around the table on this? Or do you want me to just go through yeah, mine? Or? Well, like no, I said, I... go
3: around I, the table. Like, yeah, yeah we'll I think so. Okay,
1: so. I'm going to start with like, the realistic ones, and then I'm going to get into the dumber ones. So um, I guess the one bet that I like the most and I put money on it is um, this is just a simple one. It's not even fun at all. But like Mahomes to throw an interception was plus 140. Now Mahomes rarely makes mistakes. So he's only thrown interceptions this year against the Raiders and um, one other team. But he threw two interceptions in the Super Bowl last year. And I think people just don't understand how much pressure there is. and is i've been to a super bowl and it's like when you're there now granted there won't be as many fans but like it is so much pressure on one game that every single thing that you ever do you doubt and i think that mahomes is going to throw an interception and i think that the odds of plus 140 are just so worth it that it's ridiculous now so it's
0: it's one it's sorry the the line is is 0. 0.5 or one yeah plus wow. 140
1: that he does and I think both quarterbacks are gonna throw interceptions, but Mahomes being plus one forty, I think, is you just gotta jump at it. And I'll get into my I'll get into this my my Brian's bold pick later. But I think Mahomes is gonna be running for his life tomorrow. And I've got a theory on this. And I think that when he gets pressured, he's gonna make a mistake, and I think I like that bet a ton from just a standard boring
0: but really good odds you have to take it. So is that your lock of the week? That, that is, is my that walk of the week. <laughs> so
3: are yeah. you taking Mahomes over 22 and a half yards in? Rushing yards? And I,
1: I didn't even, I, I looked at everything. I can't, I can't, and all the money hasn't come in from this podcast yet. Mm-hmm. So I only have I so much know. money to do it. You might be waiting a while. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I didn't even, honestly, I have like probably 10 bets and that's not one of them. So I'm just focused on the ones that I have.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. To run, So Rick, do you want to go next? You said the, sure. what, what was the one you mentioned about running over, what was it? 22 yards?
3: Actually, I have a different bet on that, though. I have Daryl Williams under 26 and a half yards. Because there's so many different running backs. Oh, actually, that, I actually got it, I got it under 28 and a half yards. So I'm taking Daryl Williams on the Chiefs' unders. Because there's going to be, like, they have, I think, Bell's playing. They have all these running backs. I think that Mahomes is going to be running. I, I, uh, I think they could easily get away from the run game. And <laughs> Daryl Williams going to touch the ball four times.
0: And Mahomes was, what was the over-under on Mahomes? 20, you say 22 or
3: 23 yards? It was 22 and a half, yeah.
0: Oh, he'll, 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 for sure. He'll be running, Like Brian said, he'll be running for his life, so eventually he's got to break one out. I like that a lot, but I love Rick's bet here because uh,
1: the Bucks have the number one rush defense in the league for the second year in a row. Their front four is ridiculous. They got this huge Hawaiian guy in the middle that you can't move, and he's back from injury. And nobody can rush against them. And then you add to the fact, Rick said, is they got three or four guys running the ball.
0: I think that's a fantastic bet.
3: Thank nice. you, Brian. I'm gonna put my house
0: on it. See what happens. Yeah, well, well, I'm, I'm writing these down for when we we'll do this uh, the next week, and I could be like, "Okay, what what happened?"
2: And you guys be total BS the game. Tyler, how about you? I uh, there's how many times will Bill Belichick be mentioned? Under one time is is plus 45. Like, so if I'm reading this correctly, Brian, if I bet that, I'm betting that he's not going to be mentioned at all.
1: Yeah, he's not going to be mentioned at all. Which doesn't it seem impossible to tell the story of this game tomorrow without him being mentioned correct yeah
2: so i had uh, I love it. <laughs> so, so obviously uh, if i'm taking that bet i'm saying he's not going to be mentioned at all so i'm going to scratch that one i just had to see which which way it was going um, yeah so
1: it's probably if it's that if those are the odds it's probably minus 170 180 that it will be
2: mentioned correct so, yeah yeah it's minus 180 and then what would be mentioned first? This is my other one that I was going to go, gonna go to. Was it Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl or his age, right? And Tom Brady's age is plus 145. Like, I don't know. That's pretty close. Like, I figure his age is very relevant. It's 10th Super Bowl is relevant, but, like, 43, he's the oldest so, guy ever, right? So, so the bet is, which one will they talk about first? First, first his 10th awesome. Super Bowl or his age? And I thought his age because I think that's – I mean, yes – the 10th Super Bowl, but like he's the oldest. That bet
1: will be decided within the first 45 seconds of the game because they'll shoot to it, and they'll be showing Brady throwing a ball, and they'll be like, "The 45, 43-year-old quarterback." Or they'll say, "And there's Tom Brady in his 10th Super Bowl." You will know the, the that bet will be won within 45 seconds of the coverage starting tomorrow.
2: It's probably like I I had an asterisk because I was like, "The probably like you said, Brian, it's his 10th Super Bowl if they're gonna." Um, but the the age is pretty relevant too. I don't know. That one was really close for me. Yeah. That's did they have the odds on that? Is that they even... do? It, no. It's plus 145 for age, minus 190 for 10 Super Bowl.
0: Tyler, where did you see that? Oh, you were talking about earlier. I
2: this think... this oh, is on Odd Shark. Sorry, it's on. I went through um, for the prop bets. Nice. Exotic so, prop bets too. Is, I was,
0: yeah.
1: Go ahead, Rick. And then I got something to say on this. I just thought of.
0: I was sorry. I don't know if that was Rick or me, but I was gonna yeah, going say, to yeah, I was gonna say, Tyler, your best. Like the other ones are more like, hey, how's the game actually go? But yours are just. they will be fun. Like that's kind of what makes the Super Bowl so fun. They have all these ridiculous bets. Like you're, you're glued to the TV, waiting to hear what they're gonna say first. That's that one's. I'm definitely betting on that one too. That was it's ex-
2: cool. Yeah, it's exactly. It's exotic, right? You guys are talking about stuff that's football related, which is yeah, great yeah. too. But yeah, this this is the fun stuff.
0: And yeah, like my bet's so vanilla now. I, I got to go back and check mine out now. But I, the one I had was uh, will there be a lead change in the second half and I've got yes and, and Brian we talked about this last time like Casey is known for kind of getting behind then exploding and both teams are so explosive that I could you know and hopefully there's a bit of a back and forth all game so that that was mine I think that one I want to see it happen and uh, I, I think it'll it'll be an exciting game so that's that's my uh, that's my lock of the week I'm taking that one for sure.
1: Yeah, I like that one. I, I, I got to go back to this, to Chalmers thing here just before I forget about it. Isn't it the funniest thing in the world how different men and women are? Like, we're, we're talking about a Super Bowl and they're going to show Tom Brady and they're going to bring up his age. What, what would be the equivalent of the female version of this? Like, the Victoria's Secret, you know, show. And then Tiffany walks down and is like, she's 37. She's 10 years past her prime. Like, that would <laughs> never happen. Like, they would go berserk. And it's like, all we do is talk about how old Tom Brady is. But if this is the other way, it would be like, you can't talk about how old she is and she's way past her prime
3: like belinda carlisle <laughs> she was
1: still in her prime in 2001
3: okay.
2: I, I, and i love how she was our age when you brought that up brian i was actually laughing out i was that was awesome like she's so old we got that oh yeah she was 40 yeah.
1: but do you remember about three weeks ago james harden got traded and they showed him and there was some unflattering pictures of him on the court and it was like James Harden looks obese. It looks like he's not even trying it. It's like, can you imagine the WNBA and Cheryl Swoops is like, she's asked for a trade out of Houston. It's like, Cheryl Swoops is obese. She looks so fat. She wants out. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't be talking about that.
0: <laughs> I like the controversy, controversy, Brian. Now that people listen, the, the three fans that we have listening to the show are going to be all over us for that. I like it. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they take, take the social media. <laughs> yeah, I'm of
1: the Irish at Twitter handle. That's right. <laughs> yeah, unyacking <I'm> off. <laughs>
3: yeah. So, what what do you guys think about the the first half points or first quarter points? Like you, I was thinking about taking something where it's like there's a quick start like the over in the in the first half or the quarter.
1: So, always remember that remember the whole thing that they've talked about is Tom Brady's never scored a touchdown in his opening drive and um, I think he he actually has been shut out in every single Super Bowl in the first quarter he's been in. So, he's due. He's, well, I'd say he's not due. Yeah. <laughs> he's totally due. Like what, a, what a gabbler, like... Rick. You're just total <laughs> yeah, gabbler's, right.
2: gabblers logic. Like the Washington I
0: Generals, that. they're due. Yeah, I, I,
1: I bet, I told Mizuno, we talked about it already, and my biggest bet of the day is I have the Bucks covering the spread of three. And I and there's reasons for that. And I have the under. And I talked to Corey about. It. I don't know how many Super Bowls I've watched. And there's obviously some ones that are different, but the vast majority of my find they kick off. Everyone's nervous. Everyone's selling into the game. Nobody wants. They're trying to feel each other out. And most Super Bowls start really slow. And then things build and build and build. So I took the under 56 and a half, thinking that I can just picture it. They come in. They run, run, miss, miss a pass. There's a punt. And then they do it. Next thing you know, at the end of the first quarter, it's three nothing. And you're sitting there going, I got three quarters and I got 53 and a half points, you know, and it, they're going to score. They're huge uh, offensive talent. But I just, everyone just plays so close to the chest in these games.
2: But didn't the Bears return like the opening kickoff against the the Colts that year? There was a
3: safety too that one year off the first step.
2: Yeah.
1: That was the worst Super Bowl in history. That was the Seahawks Denver game.
2: There was also, that was a crazy one because the, the, then the Bears did nothing the rest Traumers, of the game. you
1: are right because that was um, – what's his face? I'm I'm, I'm uh, losing my memory. The greatest kick returner of all time. He it, literally took the opening kickoff. Devin and then, Hester? Yeah, Devin, Devin Hester did. And then they got annihilated for the rest of the game.
2: Correct. They didn't do anything else the rest of the game. But it, it could go either way. They're either going to be – obviously, I think you're right, Brian. It, it typically ends up that they're conservative, but it could also maybe with
3: end up. No, maybe with no fans, though, it's different, right? Like –
1: well, see, that's a bet. I would love to make that bet, Rick. So they're saying that twenty-two thousand people are allowed in the stadium because Florida is, is is allowing more stuff. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna show the crowd, and there's gonna be sixty thousand people in that crowd. <laughs> there will be. I, <laughs> I guarantee <laughs> you that is full of shit. Is
2: that a bet? I'm gonna I'm gonna look for that bet because I'm taking over twenty-two thousand for sure. They're gonna
1: show the crowd, and you're gonna be like laugh your ass off. That's twenty-two thousand people. Yeah.
0: And then outside the stadium, there's a hundred thousand people. <laughs> yeah. They even did it
1: for Packers game last week. I rewatched the game and they showed it. And they're like, there's 6,000 people in the crowd. And it's like, there's at least 30, like (laughs) 30,000 people. You couldn't, like half the seats were taken. So
2: it's supposed to be like healthcare workers, right? Who are vaccinated. It's supposed to be be frontline. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay, what else what else you got, Brian? You had ten bets. Why don't you run through yours? What's I your got best?
1: a ton of bets, but I don't need to go through everything I've actually bet on. Like I've got things like uh, I got a ton of MVP bets. I've got like I got some ones that I really like. Cameron Brake to catch the first touchdown, and the reason why I'm telling you these guys cause like tomorrow when that happens, you'll be laughing your ass off at twenty five to one that I won that bet. Um I've got Cameron Brake the second tight end on the Bucks, I've watched every game this year of both teams. And so I have a pretty good idea of what they both do well. Uh, I took Tyree Kill. I think that Mahomes will throw a pick or two. And I think that it's possible that Tyree Kill catches 200 yards with the passes. I, I think if they win, at 10-1, to 1, he's a good shot to win the MVP. Um, Kel- everyone loves Kelsey, and Kelsey's awesome, don't get me wrong. But I've been saying it all year. The Bucks have the best linebacker in Devin White in the league, and he's going to help cover. You can't cover Kelsey by yourself. But having a ridiculously young and good and fast linebacker is huge. So I think Hill's the bigger problem. Um, so I have a bunch of those bets. So I actually did take White, the linebacker, to, to win MVP at a high number because... You know, the way that plays out, he wins, is that they win a low-scoring game. He gets an interception, and he had 10 sacks this year as well. As He gets a strip fumble, runs one run into the end zone, and the game ends up 17-14. That's kind of how it plays out for him to win. So I've done that. Um, and other than that, it was like I talked to you about the score. I took the under. I took the Bucs. Um, my bold pick, and this the funny thing is I like Mahomes as much as anyone. I, I love the guy. I think he's incredible. But my bold pick of the day tomorrow, and I can't bet on it because it's kind of mean and I can't find it, is I, I say Mahomes doesn't finish the game tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm calling And I, I will be prepared to stand here next week and take all the brunt if they score 56 points and Mahomes wins the MVP. But I, I think he's going to get killed tomorrow in that their best offensive left tackles hurt. Fisher Torres right. his Achilles. Out. He, he's yeah. done. Yeah. Two, they've only started, only two more guys that they started last year from the Super Bowl or in this year, and the other two guys that are starting, one was cut from the Steelers and the other guy was cut from another team. Their offensive line is not good. And the Bucks have um Idomic and Sue, who's as mean as it gets. They have Jason Pierre-Paul, who's found the mountain of youth and he also, sorry, the fountain of youth. And he also was the one who beat Brady in the Super Bowl in 2012. Then they have this Vita Vea, who's the guy that has been hurt all year. And he was drafted in the top 10 three years ago. He is an absolute massive human being East, that you can't move. East, yeah. And then they also have um, they have Shaq Barrett, who led the league in sacks last year. I've seen this before. Everyone thinks that it's impossible to beat Mahomes and, and someone like at his level. I watched people do it to Brady twice because the Giants absolutely dominated the line of scrimmage. And I don't care how good you are, I think the Bucks just chase Mahomes around all day long tomorrow. Well, it'll be
0: interesting what Andy Reid does because how does you know that's like that's that's all the talk on the on the on the news, the sport channels. So what do you do to that? Like, what kind of game plan are you putting in place to to uh, combat that? Are you are you looking to your run game? Is gonna be a lot of screenplays. It'll be interesting to see what how they combat that. You know, preparing for two weeks knowing that that front four is is amazing,
2: deadly. Yeah, Yeah.
3: I like that. Brian said the reason he's like the, the. Two reasons I'm not gonna bet on that. One, it's mean, and, and two, I couldn't find it. I'm like, I'm not sure that was actually the order, Brian. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think that
1: he is going to get crushed tomorrow. And I'm just saying that from a, like I've just seen it before, where it seems like the team that's impossible to beat, and the, and the Chiefs right now seem impossible to beat, but every time someone seems impossible, like I'm thinking the greatest show on turf, the 2007 Patriots, yeah, soon as you give someone two weeks, or and, and it happens more so over a summer, you give a defensive coordinator and all the staff time to look at the film. Now, obviously, it's been a couple of years, and people haven't been able to stop the Chiefs. I think what's going to stop the Chiefs is you can't block the front four. And, Corey, to your point, you can throw screens all you want, which is great, but it's typically when you're bringing extra pressure. If the if the Bucs can get after him with just bringing four and allowing the linebackers and everyone to drop back, that's when the Chiefs are in big trouble. If they can block the front four and they have to start blitzing, the Chiefs will win this game by 10. I think the game is going to be decided on that line.
0: They played earlier this year, didn't they? Yeah, and the Chiefs won
1: so
0: what, 27-24. Oh, oh, okay. Well, there you go. At least they have some history. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, and it was a. To be honest, it was a blow. Tyree kill at two hundred yards in the first quarter. I do remember that. That's right. He was on fire in the first half, and they slowly came back.
3: Yeah, the Bucks just hung around though. Like that, that ended up being closer. Like the score was closer than it really was. Because it was fixed, Rick. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Dory, we're having an episode on all your conspiracy. Theories. Yeah, that's, that's like, another episode. That's isn't, right. it, isn't it true, Brian? Yeah. That's right.
1: You you would not believe how much money comes in nowadays. On I've been reading about this. On, yeah. on <laughs> everyone, everyone's got their iPhones and stuff now, right? So there's so much in-game betting going on that the in-game betting sometimes trumps the actual betting on the game. So if you're sitting there and you're watching it and someone's like, oh, the Chiefs are killing, them. they're going to win by 30. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's like, how come they just aren't doing what they used to do? And now the comebacks, it's like you start to give your head a little bit of a, like, something's going on here.
2: Well, the hard question I have is, will there be a Star Wars commercial? Yes or no? Yes or no. <laughs> that's, <Yeah>. that's your... <laughs> I did see that, yeah. yeah. ABC,
3: who, who is, who's showing it at CBS, right?
2: It is CBS because Romo. There's another funny Romo one on here too, but yeah, uh, you know, CBS.
3: It was, if it was ABC, that was a lo- that would have been a lock, but now
1: you're the craziest thing, right? Because I heard is that it actually wasn't CBS's turn; um, it was Fox's, I think, and they traded. Like they're able to trade back and forth what years they want. Oh, really? And, and talk yeah. about talk about a terrible trade. So you all of a sudden trade out of the year. And then, obviously, we got COVID. I'm sure they knew there was COVID, but there's going to be a ton of people watching this game because yeah. there's nothing else to do. And then you get the matchup that they have. I'm sure somebody is eating some crow being like, thanks for chaining that out there, buddy. That was a good call. And next thing you know, it's going to break all the records for, for
0: viewing. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder why they did that. I wonder if they thought, hey, it might not even happen or the season won't make it all the way. That's, uh, yeah, what a what a flop on Fox's part. That sucks. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, got, I
1: got a couple other good ones here. Now let's get into the really good ones. So I used to work at Mars, as you guys know. So we got a bet here is will the M&M spokescandy, so the, the m ms <laughs> is doing a commercial, will the character have a mask on? And I, and, it, and it's yes is plus 200 and no is minus 300. Now I've worked here for years and it was a great place to work, but it's a very woke environment. I, I would bet my life that the yellow and the red guy have masks on tomorrow in this commercial.
2: I, I, I think this is sure. a lock. Yeah. absolutely it's a lock lock. i i can't even think of a way to go the other way brian like why would they be politically correct to not have a mask right yeah
1: i i think that's really really good bet and then uh, i got the stupidest (laughs) bet of all time and i'll wait i'll wait a little bit longer to tell you this one because it's so stupid it's ridiculous
3: no don't make us wait go now tell us
1: okay so have you guys ever like i don't even know do they have doordash in Canada? canada
2: They do. Yeah, They do. I've used it. I've used it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's no different than skip the dishes or whatever. Anyway, so they partnered up. They partnered up with the Sesame Street characters, right? So I don't know if you guys watched the AFC game last week. So they, they come out and DoorDash does this commercial and and um, the first person they show, it's a commercial with this guy and, and him and Cookie Monster are sitting at a table and they're trying to eat food and Cookie Monster obviously can't wait. So he's eating cookies and it's just a disaster. So they're going to have a Super Bowl commercial and they've come out with who is the first Sesame Street character you're going to see in this commercial. And the heavy, heavy favorite is Grover. Um, So somebody might know something because it's fixed, I'm sure. And the Cookie Monster is plus 250. They're not going to show the Cookie Monster twice, 100%. So you've got to go all the way down, like Big Birds plus 350, Elmo plus 500. Oscar the Grouch, which in 2021 with COVID is not a bad bet. I actually like that because you could see him just kind of shitting all over the whole thing because the year sucks. But you got to go all the way down, and Count Von Count is plus 1,600. <laughs> <laughs> no I, had, I had no, no idea that the Count had a middle and a last name. His name is not just the Count. It's Count Von Count. And he is plus 1,600 to be the first character shown in the DoorDash Super Bowl commercial tomorrow. Oh and I God. love this bet because you can just see how this plays out. He comes on, and he's like, let me count the ways that the DoorDash is the best. Like, I think the count has been a hidden figure for too long, and he's going to really come out tomorrow.
0: <laughs> That's great. Where did you even find that bet, Brian? I don't like, know, but
1: if you really want to take a flyer, Snuffleupagus like is at plus 25, plus twenty-five, uh, 2,500.
2: No, there you, there you go.
3: 25 to 1, hey? Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's so fun. So, yeah. I, I, I see the bet. It's on the exotic. It's under the exotic category. It's, it's awesome. I had this one asterisk as well, Brian. This is Yeah, crazy.
1: I would put on Oscar the Grouch, and I'd put count Von count. That, those would be my two bets. You can't take Bert, Grover at plus 200.
2: That's just way too easy. Bert and are quite high, though. Like, if you're going to do a combo, right, that's, again, but correct, here's a couple gay guys, right, the whole way through. It's, like, plus 1,000, plus 800. Like, that's pretty good, too. Yeah, You could also see them because sitting in the
1: room together because they live together. So it's right. Like, Ernie Watching and Bert the game. sitting there complaining on each other, but what yeah. they going to get to eat. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But, yeah, don't count out the count von, von count. count i love that, I love that. count yeah.
2: von count i didn't know it was von count i did
3: no, this is all new
0: yeah.
2: yeah tyler what else did you have on your exotic pets
0: <laughs> well, I'm, i I'm don't know what do you got
2: i love this one because it's uh will wax on be said by boy in e-trade commercial <laughs> just because i knew how obviously we've been watching uh <laughs> we've been watching cobra kai i just couldn't and it's plus 300 for yes like i i mean again like brian like you said somebody must know something because that's so inside baseball to be you know the wax on would be said by the boy in the e commercial. the worst part is
3: we're you're not we're not even able to watch the American commercial. We're not. So
2: you, you won't even know, right? We won't even know. You'd have to look it up afterwards on YouTube. That's, right. That's exactly right. You'd literally
1: just be looking at your at your online app and be like, did I get paid or did they just take the money from me? <laughs> That's right
2: yeah. So, so what, what,
3: are the, what are the halftime show props?
2: Oh, those are those are some good ones too. Yeah, let's go there.
1: So the one thing, Bob well, Chalmers is looking that up. I don't know if you guys saw this today. So Gatorade came out and explained how they decide what color is being poured. And essentially, because we always talked about it, is that you could fix this thing and make your mom rich or whatever. And Gatorade said that at the end of the game, essentially, they pick three colors, and they put the three colors behind the coach who's going to win. And at that point, the players can randomly choose the middle, the left, or the right. And that color gets poured over the coach. And so if if you're on the inside of Gatorade, you would know that it's down to three colors. But you don't know which one the players are gonna pick. So the best that those guys would have is a one in three chance, because there's gonna be a red and orange and a grape or purple. Um, but nobody knows, and they do it that way, so there isn't fixing and stuff like that. Is that they've got it down to three. And someone made a comment is that orange was poured over reed last year, so don't take orange, because they like to switch it up. Both teams are red, so I think the red would probably be the best. Aren't you either. able
3: to bet on more than three colors?
1: Yeah, because there's orange. Um, red purple there's actually a clear there's yellow like there's i think there's like 6
2: or 7 here's a good opener guys how many songs will we play during that during the halftime show right it's um under eight is paying plus 155 over eight is minus 220 is this like a um a mashup where it's going to like for sure be over eight cuz that seems like a pretty safe bet
3: the weekend has eight songs so that seems well, that's well what I was I... going to say,
1: what's the over-under and how many times you play Starboy? It's got to be four and a half, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he'll bring on guests, right? Like, even the big stars, like, you're watching it, Madonna comes out, and Madonna's got eight million songs, and it's like, and hey, welcome, Nicki Minaj. It was like, do we, do we need, like, they've kind of made it where yes. the star ends up inviting three or four other people. Can
3: I bet, oh, I guess it's not in Miami. I was going to say, a Gloria Estefan going to come out? It's in Florida. Oh, that'd, oh, that'd,
0: be, that'd be sweet, sweet Rick. Rick. Yeah
3: so here's so probably the probably
2: not in Tampa though. So, so what's he gonna open up with? Because Starboy is actually the plus three fifty. Um in the night is plus forty five hundred on the long um, on the long. Can't feel my face is plus four twenty five. So that's there's actually some pretty good bets for what he actually opens uh, the weekend with at yeah, the halftime show for first of all.
1: Well, he's got uh, that one song of his that is—I love it because it reminds—it's got—it's got a ton of '80s beats to his "Blinding Lights." That has been all over the Pepsi commercials. Like that—that that is the song of the Super Bowl. It's
2: plus so, four hundred for that, right? So that's a pretty good bet, right? I could
1: see him coming out to that because that is literally everywhere right now, leading up to the the halftime show.
2: Although that's the that's the worst odds for the last song. So "Blinding Lights" to close out. Is minus two forty, so you have to think the the, 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 the uh, odds are Definitely, showing yeah, that he's that he's, like he's gonna close with, that. close with that. Yeah, yeah. I can see I can't feel my face. He's gonna have a mask on. Yeah, that's plus four twenty five to open it to open it up. What's
1: it, what's it? What's it? What's gotta be plus ten to one for him to actually change the words and say you can't see my face?
2: <laughs> he's got the mask
1: on. It's like the Simpsons with the chili pepper.
0: <laughs> what I got, I got to, instead of it's what is it instead of what I got, I got to get it give it to you. What yes. I got, I got to give it hugs and kisses or I want to hug and kiss you.
1: Yeah, Biden's going to send out a note and say, "Can you please change it to you can't see my face because I'm wearing a mask and he's, no man those lyrics are my children."
2: Everybody can enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's way better. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's funny. What there's, else not you... really,
2: there's not really that that many other good ones for. Like, will the football? Will a football be used as a prop during the during the halftime show? Yes, is actually plus three sixty. I mean, you'd think maybe he'd use a football. Oh, I don't, I don't know. know about that.
3: I'm
1: surprised that those two girls last year didn't use a prop as a football.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was an amazing show. Yes, they that was literally a that was a sex show last year. Right? And they were on fire.
1: Everybody in the bar. Nope, no, I've never seen five hundred people stare at the TV as much as they did that day.
0: So there was silence across the bar, a
1: hush. I have a, I have a bet here. It's actually ridiculous, but it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. If anyone bets it, so, so Biden's doing a commercial tomorrow, and he's coming on there. He's going to say it. It says, "What's the first word that's going to be said by Biden?" And it gives, it gives options, right? And one is Pandemic, that's plus 100. One is Unity, plus 200. One is Healing at plus 250. And the last one is Impeach at plus 400. There, there is no way he's coming on TV tomorrow And he's going to say, first thing yeah, he's going to say is, I want to impeach the president. Like, I think Unity at plus 200 is a great bet, but Impeach at plus 400 is the stupidest bet in the world.
2: That's awesome. Is, awesome.
1: is
0: yeah. America in there or no? Or no, no, they no, They only
1: give you four, and it, whatever is said first wins the bet. It's like, can you imagine he takes his time together and he's got 30 seconds and he just shits all over Trump? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
0: I can't believe that's a bet. That's so funny. What's the first word he's going to say on his, on his address? They can yeah. do that every every other
1: week. The other thing that doesn't make any sense here is you can actually bet on Kermit the Frog being in this commercial and I he's not even a Sesame Street Muppet. They just randomly threw a guy in there. And be like, <laughs> he, he he legally I don't even think could be in this. He's part of the Muppets, he's not part of Sesame Street. Or How do you short it? that bet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's plus three hundred for Kermit. It's like you can't just throw Kermit in there.
3: <laughs> oh, they funny. must those two must be connected now though for that to be there.
1: Yeah, but there's no other it's not like animals not in here or Fozzie Bear or like any or of the actual Muppets. Like Muppet. Miss Piggy's not
3: on here. Man, cross promotions,
1: wouldn't that be awesome? As they show Miss Piggy, of course, because she's a piggy, she's the one using DoorDash. So There's just a ton of food shows on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Brian, Mr. Collin, man, should be a marketing. Uh, yeah, I don't think that that would. No. Fall. All right. So, any anything else on Super Bowl? You guys want to cover off?
0: Well, my only other ones that I had, I had the both teams to convert on a fourth down, because all years these these mm-hmm. both teams are offensive powerhouses. powerhouses? Uh, they, uh, they are not afraid to go for it. Forward, so, so for the whole game, each of them to convert on a fourth down, I, down I definitely down. think they're going to go for it at least a few times. So, And Brady's the king of uh, fourth and one. So, yeah. And,
1: and Reed's the is the absolute, the absolute king, of, king of, of being aggressive.
0: aggressive.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought, I thought, I, I'm with you 100% on this one, Both teams will refuse to do what other teams do, which is um, – Green Bay kicking a field goal. Like these teams are going to go down swinging on being super aggressive to the point where it's almost ridiculous. Like it's on their own forty and it's fourth and three and they're going for it.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I can
1: see that stuff happening.
2: Yeah, not playing the prevent defense. Um, so, what's everybody's calling the actual winner of the game now? Like who's gonna who's gonna take this? Well, Brian's
0: thinking it Sounds like my it's plus three with the with the Bucks. I'm taking minus three on the Chiefs. I'm afraid to go against Brian, though. I've been riding that uh, winning horse for a few weeks now.
2: I'm afraid to go against it. I've thought, I've thought so much Rick? about this game. Yeah. What about you, Rick? How, which way do you see it?
3: Yeah, I actually don't have a strong feeling on it. I think I'm probably going to put money on the Bucks.
2: That did. I actually, uh, I do. I would agree with Brian. Like they pretty. I think that argument on the, the defensive side of the ball is enough yesterday, enough tomorrow to be a wild card just
3: that's a good bet Corey. i'm trying to find that one i can't find it or, I,
0: that's on the yeah, site that brian told brian me to go really to i found like them there, there. Yeah. What, brian was that again oh it's bet 365 is that what it was yeah, yeah. Just. yeah. it's it is essentially
1: expensive. going for it's there's a good bet and going for it on fourth and there's also a really good odds on someone converting a two-point conversion
3: where where is that one brian
1: um that is when you click on the site instead of actually clicking on the teams you click on futures yeah you and know then what? there's mvp
2: oh, okay. in yeah. yeah you know what also like there hasn't been a super bowl for a while now where there hasn't been like a philly special or like opening up the second half with an onside kick like most super bowls in the last 10 years have been really aggressive with with, with are there any of those type of bets like in terms of uh onside kick right um
1: yeah like a fake punt punter like yeah a bet on yeah that. yeah
2: well You'd think they would for this game. I mean, it should be pretty long odds, but not for. I don't think as long as. Like, again, the the way that these coaches coach in the Super Bowl now, everybody goes for broke because you're there.
1: Yeah, for the most part, that's that's uh, Sean Payton's claim to fame, right? Is Correct. The, is the is the uh, game against the against Manning and the Colts?
2: And that, of course, Doug Peterson won in the Super Bowl and then fired, and now they're gonna trade Wentz. So I mean, there's no there's no loyalty in Philly, but.
3: I love that I saw a quote saying that uh, the Eagles were looking for a, a similar package. Uh, for I trackers, saw that too. For I was like, what are, <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Good luck. You be waiting a long time. Yeah, exactly.
1: yeah. I've watched, I watched football. I don't know if any of you guys watch, but like, Wentz, Wentz three years ago it was awesome. Yeah, like he he, was. I remember he watching him play and being like, this,
0: this guy's going to be the best player in the league. Before and you watch injured. him this year. He looks absolutely broken. You know, I wonder though because I I remember that before he got injured, he was on fire, and this year, you know, they were saying he's trying to do too much. But was he trying to do too much because his team was a mess? Like, yeah, he was acting crazy out there and throwing up like 50-50 balls. But is that just because like nothing was happening? Like, I don't know. Sometimes yes, it's the quarterback. Sometimes it's you gotta try and make with you know make it work with what you got. And this year it was just a terrible team. I don't know. Yeah. It- There's something I watched watched the past for the last few years years,
1: and if you got receivers that can't get open and Philly's receivers stink, um you're you're essentially throwing the ball constantly to someone who's covered. And so and that being said, I think the biggest problem with Wenzo, and I've heard this a bunch of times, is I don't think he's liked at all. I think he's a loser and people on the team hate him. And yeah. And I think that comes and then at the end of the day, if nobody wants to get behind you. All the greatest quarterbacks in history have all had a bunch of people on the team they are like, "I love that guy." There's a leadership quality to him.
2: That's you funny you say. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ty. So I was gonna say you can't forget Foles won it for them too, right? It wasn't when Yeah, they liked well, right.
0: but he. But before that happened, Tyler, they were on. They were. They were the best team in the, in the NFL by a mile. They were. they were.
1: Yeah, he was gonna win the MVP that year, and then he got hurt on like week eleven or twelve. Like, if he would have got hurt week fifteen, he would have won it. Yeah. But he got hurt and he missed a quarter of the season, and that was it. He
0: was awesome, and now I watched him this year. He stinks. You know, it's and it's funny saying about the team liking you because I can see now they all are in love with Brady because winning makes you love, you know, love your quarterback. But there was a while there It was a bit touch and go. I didn't watch that game where Brady got the fourth down and the third down mixed up and stuff, but I heard there was a bunch of controversy in the locker room over that, where they were uh, where he was, you know, he was just freaking out on everybody. But hey, I guess you start winning, all all's forgiven.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. Okay, well let's let's move on. I'm sure there's been more than enough podcasts talking about Super Bowl. So yeah, a little, little more educated than what we've got going on
2: here. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. You don't you don't
0: think people are going to hear this, Rick, and just go out and make a ton of money? <laughs>
3: the only reason is just because of time. That's the only drawback. If we could only get it out in time. They would. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I, got, I got a story for you guys. I want I want to switch gears. I want to tell you a story. And see if you can if you guys remember this. So remember. In junior high, at the end of the year, all the desks would get put in the gym, and we'd all get like, – every grade, every every person in the school would get together and, uh, and, and write tests in the gym. Uh-huh. And usually it would be a similar subject. So, like, everybody's writing the social exam or everybody's writing French. So I'm, I was in grade 8. You guys were in grade 9. And do you guys remember that the French – there was a French exam, and there was a group of people – in your grade that we're having like a bet about who's going to finish this exam fastest. I, I, I do was part, part of this. this. I was I part, was of, part, part of, this of this too. This, this was legendary. So, one of my favorite memories is that this they're like, you may begin. And like all these, you hear this motion and somebody's fill it out. And Paul Broomfield stands <laughs> up and starts walking from the back of the gym moving forward and starts walking up. And a couple people look up, and all of a sudden there was like a couple, like a slow clap. And then the whole gym looked up, and there's 300 (laughs) students clapping for him. And the French teacher's at the back, and she starts running up, being like, No, you can't do this. (laughs) Do Do you guys remember this? I just, I love the slow clap of like 300 junior high kids, and he's, like, raising his paper up, like, thank you.
2: (laughs) Well, the funny part about this is I I remember running into Paul Broomfield at uh, at Cowboys, like, obviously – what well, would that All be like? Had, five like, years, five, years, five years, years later, or six, or whatever so it was, good. until we were at, and he he came up to me. He's like, "I'll never forget that, man. That was awesome." Like he's like, I looked up and and he's like, "You were the first guy I saw clapping." I know there were other people clapping, but he was like, "That, that was one of my
3: favorite memories because like the whole the whole gym started clapping for him. It was great. It
2: was awesome. That was that was phenomenal. And again, that stuff that like that somebody would have caught that in and posted it now, right? And it would have gone viral because it was that good. I truly believe that, right?
3: yeah teachers yeah okay so you guys i, yeah, I was wondering I, if you I, remembered that I'm,
0: I'm i'm starting to get worried that i'm losing my brain here like brian's story now yours i don't remember anything that happened in junior high apparently i don't remember that at all i don't even think we re- do we even write french finals i thought that was just like one of the uh option fun courses on the side
1: like no, what no, you have
3: to, you had to write
0: i don't remember that at all <laughs>
3: I'm sorry, Brian, do you remember this story
1: yeah i do because i was part of it i was i wasn't behind it but i think i did like A C D C on my test because like great nine french is the last year you have to take it right yeah. but i didn't take in grade 10 it was like that was that was it for me and uh, i remember that like i totally remember that
2: so and, yeah and the funny part that you just mentioned Brian, is the extra the extra nuance there i also wasn't taking a great 10 clearly neither was paul brookfield uh but like the, the fact that it was literally just like uh it was a dog and pony show. Like you, it didn't matter what you got in that That's test.
3: That's right. And do you guys remember Miss, was it Miss Croto running up being like, no.
2: Well, oh
1: can God. you believe how much we embarrassed her? Like, I feel like we, now that you grow up, you just feel terrible. Like there's a woman who's like, her job is to teach people and nobody cares. <laughs> and can you imagine what the other teachers thought? it like, Oh, there's a bunch of kids who don't give a crap about that
0: teacher. Like, it doesn't look good for the teacher at all. Well, Oh Brian, Miss, I told you about Miss Misses or Miss Croteau? I think it was Miss Croteau, right? She, and I told you my, my last words to her was "Have a nice life" because I I was I was doing so bad in French that I actually had to get a tutor in grade nine to come on the weekends because I think my first my first I was getting honors except for French and then I was getting I had a twenty three percent on one of my report cards and then I, I literally my my parents were so mad I was I had tutors coming in and then. I, I, I did well on a test and then we had this big assignment due, which I worked my ass off for and she conveniently lost it and she'd already, like I said, booted me out of this one cohort to another court, which is like, what's the point of that even? So my last thing I go up to her, I'm like, well, what happened? Like, what's my score on that test? I thought I did really awesome. Oh, you didn't hand it in. And I was just like, what do you mean? I just, I lost it on her. And then I said, and then we were arguing back and forth. I said, just tell me what my final score is. And she said 55%. I'm like, have a nice life. And I just walked out the door. That was, uh, she drove me nuts, man. She, and for whatever reason, she had it out for me. And I have no idea why. She, she was amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, she was hot. Did okay, I, I do have a question for you. Like, I remember it was me and Sean Day. But I don't remember, Tyler or Corey, if you were in my class, did you guys take Home in, no. in, at FX? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, because no. there was one other person that was part of this problem that happened in Homec that we got kicked out of it. And I can't remember, and I thought I thought for sure it would probably one of you two where home ec you think is great, you're going to cook cookies, and you're going to make all this stuff. At the first three months of the five-month program or whatever it was, is sitting in the in the desks and learning about the food groups and stuff. Like, it was terrible. <laughs> and,
0: like, after, it so awful. It was
1: so bad. And then all of a sudden, it was like two months later, it was like, okay, we're going to cook. And I remember we cooked chocolate chip cookies. And we're there, and we're making cookies, and as we made the dough... There's, I don't know if you remember that room at all, but there's all the stations with the different ovens and stuff. And me and Sean and someone else started to throw our cookie dough around the room like like a football, like we were chucking it like a good 20 yards to each other because we were at different stations. And the teacher lost her shit and chucked us out of the class to the point we actually got like. We're expelled from the class. We're getting zero. We're out, and I had to go apologize to her in private time and be like, "I'm, am sorry. That was ridiculous. I shouldn't have done that." And I can't for the life of me figure out who it was because we were in a triangle. So I'd chuck it to Sean, and Sean would chuck it to someone else, and she lost her shit, and we got punted from the class. And I thought for sure it was one of you two.
0: So okay, I gotta, I, I gotta remember who that was. Did, oh, did you not. give her the Did you give her the Happy Gilmore apology? I'm right or I'm wrong. You're right. You're I'm not good looking. You're good looking yeah, it was <laughs> as, as long good. as you're willing to admit all that.
3: Yeah. Well, you know what, Brian, I'll say this. I, I took foods in 10 and 20 and oh. I won the home. I home won the home economics award that in grade 11. Yeah. That so makes sense. I, it makes sense. They should kick you up. That's right. If, if you're not taking food seriously. <laughs> I can't believe you won the best Baker award, Rick. Absolutely, that's, uh, I did. Absolutely. <laughs> is there nice. an award-winning chef on this podcast? The answer is yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, just
1: another example though, if they could teach you life skills right then and there, but of course I'm not going to, they're going to ruin it. Like you gotta learn the, like, like, how about you just get kids in there and be like, this is how you make scrambled eggs or like, just teach them something that they'll use. It's no different than some of the other class, like teach a kid how to, how to change a tire and stuff.
0: Right. You, you know, what's funny you say that, Brian, cause I took shop in grade 10. And then I think in grade 11 and 12, I had the option to not go. Like, I think you could just like, I had enough credits or some shit. And I was like, "Ah, I'll just decide to like, not go to school and take time off. And looking back, I have to admit shop was awesome. Woodworking, welding. You talk about taking, I remember me and this kid took a, took a car part. And like, how dumb was I not to go back and do that in grade 11 and 12?
2: Anyways. Anyways. I, I also took show up in grade 10, like uh, grade 10, Corey. I agree with you Other, up to the point that I think it was, I can't remember who it was, um, one of those guys like uh, uh, like Mark Angar or something, taking a crowbar to the car and just beating the shit out of it. I was like, okay, well, there's there's two ways to do it. You can actually use the tools or you can just do this. Or watching it be like, that. It's A, that's louder than all shit. And like, is that the most effective way? So I was like, <laughs> probably that Israel guy you love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> but like,
1: they could just, you look back now and you could just, this is the easiest thing in the world. Let's teach them how to change the tire, cook some eggs. And like, and of course, I'm not going to do that. Like, I had to learn about all the different grains for three months at a, at a desk before I got to make a cookie.
0: That's funny. Uh, that sounds like a gong show. And Rick just ate that shit up, though. He's like, yes. <laughs> Got his hand up every other question. Yeah, the,
1: the final was cooking toast to the golden brown, but not burning it.
0: <laughs>
1: just lower the 30 dial. 30 kids pushing down a toaster. Put put,
0: put, put, right. the dial to, put the dial to brown.
1: <laughs> you know what, guys? You, you
3: can't rush flavor. That's important to know. You can't
0: rush flavor. That's so ridiculous. I had no idea. Uh, all right, boys. I want to go watch the uh, the Oilers hopefully pull this one out. And I can't believe they're losing 3-2. They, I, I thought they dominated the first period. It should have been like 4-1 Oilers. Yeah. So uh, okay. I say we we pull the pin on this bad boy and uh, hopefully go watch our team win. Okay.
1: One last thing, Rizzo. I forgot. I, I just saw it. I have to remind you guys. It's a sad day when our uh, our girl from Edmonton, Natasha, gets fired from... Uh, I know. Kisen. I saw that.
2: Stadishevsky, yeah. Fired? Yeah. 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 She... she uh, and... It it is just ridiculous, right? Because you got a guy like, like like fucking Dan O'Toole on there who fakes his baby being kidnapped or whatever. He's still hired. He's still a superstar. I thought she was quite good. No, and he that... got
3: fired too. He, oh, he was did like he? Go at the same time. Yeah. Well, I thought oh, Jane. Okay. I thought Jane and
2: Dan. Jane and Dan. Yeah, I thought that was a big part of like their TSN. No, you know, it just, you know. yeah, Now it's just Jay
3: gone. at the Same time.
2: Oh, did that? But that network is hurting. Like, what do they have left? Like, they don't have. Well, like, I don't what know, do t- they have? TSN. There's there's some
3: different talent on that uh,
0: broadcasting team. I'll I'll say that. Well, Chalmers, they have they have the NBA, which in
1: Toronto has been big because they were it's good. Georgia. But other than that, they lost hockey. Yeah, they lost hockey. Right. I, I watch TSN once once a year, or sorry, ten times a year, and it's the World Juniors, and I I do not turn it on. I do not check TSN.ca. I literally watch it for World Juniors, and that's it.
3: Well, they have all the golf. They have all the tennis, and they have fair bit of basketball. And yeah, but if you're NFL.
1: watching TSN for golf, I can just turn it to NBC or whatever.
2: Yeah, you can turn it to the other coverage.
3: Don't
0: they, have, they have hockey on there every, almost every other night, don't they?
2: No, or they, have,
3: they have regional coverage. TSN still has regional coverage. I think they have the Leafs and the Jets and mm-hmm. maybe the Sands.
2: Rogers has it out here, right? That's exactly right. They've got it, and it's always blacked out, so we can't actually see any of those games. Exactly, yeah.
0: What, wasn't Natasha dating the last uh, Maple Leafs head coach? I saw pictures of them. Wasn't that them? Wasn't she dating... uh, Babcock? Yeah. I think she was dating him, wasn't she? Really? Babcock's been
1: married for 40 years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I I don't think so.
1: I remember she dated our buddy. Like I, I used to golf
3: golfing. Hey, Rizzuto, let's. We have to be a little bit more respectful and careful, given the reach of this podcast. Not <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, Hey, hey, Rick. Isn't it true <laughs> that
1: <laughs> that Natasha dated? The uh, Toronto sun tomorrow is going to be on fire.
2: Absolutely, and quoting Corey as the source, which is. <laughs> which is... Uh, no, they won't quote me. They'll
0: quote uh, yacking. <laughs> That's yes. the source, uh, you know we have a big we have a big decision: is it yacking off or yacking off exclamation
2: point? I'm definitely
0: for exclamation
2: point. <laughs> well, how loud it is! That's the thing. Like we we really drop the volume if we're gonna add the exclamation point. <laughs> so, so, I looked this up. This
1: see, this is when you get a podcast this big. This is just how shit gets swirling. She's, she's married to Brian Mudrick. So do you remember? You know Brian Mudrick on. Uh,
3: yeah, from Ottawa.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're married. They're married. You know what I like about Natasha is that she always she never forgot that she was from Edmonton. So she'd be on T S N and she'd be like clearly cheered for the Oilers and every time she went back home I'd follow her on Twitter. She would always take photos of Edmonton and like she'd be running in the river valley and stuff like that and she would say how beautiful it was and she was always a huge promoter of it. Yeah. That's probably why she got fired because they don't care about anybody west of Ontario.
3: Yeah, as you guys who have worked for Toronto-based companies
2: know all too well, right? absolutely. They, uh, I think she'll land. Like, hopefully, she lands actually at Roger. You
1: get to like a certain age, and it's like, let's just get the twenty-five-year-old in. Right? Well, there, there you go, they,
0: Brian. That, there's you know the Brady thing you were talking about earlier, and not doing the women. They just they just fire women apparently at a certain age on the broadcasting network. So I guess it's, it kind of works out.
3: Partly money, though, too, right? If you've been there ten years, like she's not making entry-level salaries, right?
2: Absolutely, and they. They did. They like Corey said. They did. I've noticed that too. Like they've they've shuffled the deck with the young girls on TSN.
0: Sorry, going back though, you said Jay and like that Jay and Dan show. You tell me, Dan, Dan, what is it?
2: It's just gonna be Jay.
0: No kidding. So that, wow. He, wow that, was a, that was a dumb move on that guy's part. How do you fuck that up?
2: Well, the, you a fake him. You fake your baby being kidnapped. Like how out. stupid is that?
3: What's what's that story, Tyler?
2: He I, his baby like that. it. It was that last summer here or the summer before, but That's it was right. in, in the summer and it went like, it was legit. Like it came from him and he was like, my baby got kidnapped. It was like yep, this big yep. deal and it was all fabricated. Like it wasn't a thing. I don't what know. What was he was, doing? Just
0: trying to take time off work?
2: It was, it was something, um, that, that, one stunk. Let's put it that way, Corey. Like, I think that like stuff like that probably started to be like, Hey, like this guy's, uh, Nuts. this guy's a little, bit,
1: yeah
0: of his freaking rocker
2: i'm actually <laughs>
1: looking this up now is it possible that i never heard the story which is amazing that i haven't heard it but is it possible that him and his wife got into a huge fight when he got drunk or something and then spouted something off and then like, like i don't know like
2: yeah it was something like that he was out at the lake that is true though like because they they showed him he's all this dishe- oh great goal it is all disheveled and stuff and uh i think he did oh, nice yes he yeah, y- yes. Um that so it, but Brian, look it up because he was there was something like it was out in the Muskokas or whatever, right? And it was a big deal because uh yeah. Well
1: so it's was... crazy. their their ride to fame was like Toronto they were huge and they were they got so popular that they got sent to LA and, and they got hired by ESPN.
3: Yeah and, no it was Fox.
1: Or was, oh yeah, sorry, yeah, Fox, Fox. and then Fox and that lasted four years and I'll be honest with you guys, they were on the other night. I've never seen anything less funny in my entire life, and I—that's I, I, usually something that I like. I'm not like against stupid comedy. They—that they, wasn't funny at all. They should have. Not only should they got rid of him, they should have got rid of that clown
0: too. That, it that's was funny. awful. You, it's funny you say that, Brian, because before they went to L.A., I thought they were terrible, and I remember talking to some guys about ten years younger than me, and they're like, "Oh, those guys are amazing." And I was like, is this, <laughs> "Is this generational? Like, is there something wrong?" And then the really ironic part, you saying that, Brian, is like when they came back, they've been. Since they got back, they've been growing on me. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> it's not even done. funny. I don't get yeah, and obviously you have to be willing to accept the fact that yeah, good for them. It's not my thing. But I, I watched it the other night. I'm like, I don't see how anyone would
3: think this is funny. So yeah, it, it's it's pretty unique their approach for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, they they put the who's Tim and Sid. I liked those guys before. Then I then I didn't have their channel for the longest time, and now I've got it back. I I actually quite like those guys. They are they're pretty funny. They're uh, done
1: now. Because Sid went to like Breakfast Television on in Toronto, so he's now gonna talk about making Did
3: eggs Benedict
1: in the morning. Yeah, about two weeks ago, three weeks ago.
0: because no like, I saw them on though, with Nate Burleson like this week.
1: Yeah, he took a job to do like he he wanted to get out of just being the sports guy. So now he's doing news in the morning, and he's gonna be like one of these guys who gets shot out of a cannon in the morning. It's like it's the stupidest thing. I, I, I don't know if it's more money, but, yeah, they broke that group up
0: too. That's crazy, man, because, that, like, that's a dream job. Like, that is.
2: What yeah. about McAuliffe? I always liked him. I think he was underrated. Hopefully he he surfaces somewhere. Yeah. All right, but I'm looks... going to go watch this game. Okay. Okay, hey guys.
3: Have All right, enjoy the Super Bowl. Good luck with the bets. Yeah. All right, hey,
2: thanks, guys. Take care.
3: Okay,
1: ta- Razoo, you got to send me your bets. And, uh...